Welcome to another episode recap of Cruel Summer, episode four, season two. We stepping into the Cruel Summer world. You ready, Rudy? I'm ready. Let's go. All righty. So episode four, we are on July 23rd, 1999. So we're going to go through the three timelines and then we're going to talk about it. So it opens up with summer... 99 July 23rd with Meg Isabella and she's complaining about nothing happening in the town and how nothing unexpected happened and then she says she wants to live on the edge a little bit and then Isabella goes and tells her oh you want to be unpredictable unpredictable is my would she say like unpredictable is my not my brand because clearly that's not what they said in the 90s oh, unpredictable <laughs> is my middle name or something like that she said yeah and i think this is when i first see them become friends right i do you do you definitely see them bond more here like you can see the chemistry even more this is where i think the friendship starts um and then in that same timeline uh they're hanging out on the beach it's isabella meg luke and jeff and Isabella said, let's go to a club. And of course, they said, we don't have clubs, so let's make fake IDs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the 90s of it all for me. Uh, and they go, okay, Meg goes, okay. When Jeff goes, I can do it with Photoshop. And Isabella goes, yeah, you can help him, Meg. And now, all of a sudden, just and just like that, they have all the materials to make a fake ID. <laughs> so it got me. I was like, oh, you guys just, just boom, automatically. So they make these fake IDs and while they're making them, Meg and Jeff bond, making little like eyes at each other. Mm-hmm. He tells her she's amazing. She tells him he's amazing. She does a little bit of hacking. He thinks it's really cool that she can do that. Then after they make the fake IDs, while they're making the fake IDs, did you see that I am pop up? Cabbage something something was talking to her. I didn't see the name specifically. I think I blinked on that, but go ahead. Who I don't know who that is. They don't really <laughs> tell us who that is, but I'm gonna get back to who I think that is later mm-hmm. on. Okay. Then in this same timeline, they go to the club. The girls get in, but the guys don't. The girls go inside, they're drinking, they're dancing, they're having a good time. This is Meg's first time drinking. Some guy who's 30, she thinks he's so old, <laughs> sends them drinks. Then um, the boys are outside because they couldn't get in. They're sitting in the car and Luke asks Jeff, oh, so you, and he's like, yeah, you know, like, is that okay? And Luke goes, yeah, it's fine. So now Luke's lying too, right? Mm-hmm. clearly everyone's lying and then the girls are inside having a great time The sher- they find out that the sheriff's at the club with them so they run out of the club they run into the car with the boys the boys are like what happened they go the sheriff's inside you need to go pull off before he sees us but the sheriff never I mean he sees them but it doesn't seem like he cares right mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he really gives a shit um, but then they drive off And they end up back at Luke's house and they're all drinking and hanging out. And then Jeff and Meg walk away from each other, from the the rest of the group. And then they're like flirting and Luke is watching them. And this is interesting to me because Isabella is talking to him and she's doing her very best flirty eyes. And Luke is all in on what's happening with Meg. Mm -hmm. Meg and Jeff, he's all in on that conversation. But after that, he still kisses Isabella. You know, like, 
I guess he forgets about it for a second. And then we see later on in that same timeline at the end of the episode, uh, Meg and Isabella talking about it and Jeff, um, Meg telling Isabella, oh, Jeff and I kissed and it was so great. And what do I do next? And Isabella's telling her, just live in the moment. Mm -hmm. So that's the first timeline. What do you think of that one? Well, again, this is right before things go downhill. So it's nice, you know, but at the same time, it's so messy. Uh, <laughs> I, I've always felt this way. I've always thought that Luke and Megan had more chemistry, even since episode one, because mm-hmm. if you remember when Luke was telling Megan, like, oh, come on this boat ride with us. And she's like, oh, no, even since then, even though they were friends, you can see there's something there. Mm-hmm. And now that Jeff is involved and Isabella is involved, you know, Luke is Luke is looking at Jeff and Megan a different kind of way, and you know, Megan's just living her best life. But of course, things turn out differently, as we know. Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. let's move to the second timeline. So the second timeline is December twenty third, nineteen ninety nine. Just to recap, guys, we've already seen that video. The sex tape has come out. Isabella is saying that she's the one on the tape, but we know that it's really Meg on the tape, and it's the secret between the three of them. And oddly enough, Meg's mom also knows. So now we're in this timeline, and this is when. Meg said something interesting to Isabella. She said, oh, have you ever heard of white white hat hackers? So those are those are the people who hack into government systems and would plug any holes before actual hackers come in and they get paid for that. And Meg was saying that's a good way for her to make money while she's in school. And money seems to be a prevailing issue in this middle winter timeline. Oh, yes. Because the same timeline in the same episode, the pipe breaks in the house and Meg and her mom start beefing because the mom didn't tell Meg that their emergency fund was empty. And Meg said, well, you need to be the adult sometimes and you can't decide when you can lean on me and when you won't lean on me. Mm-hmm. That was a strange interaction. And then her and her mom actually end up kind of discussing the sex tape and her mom was like, oh, well, you know, you could have talked to me about you being with Luke. It was your first time. That's so, so special. And she was like, yeah, it was special. And I'm going to pause here and ask you a question. Do you think her first time was with Luke? Oh, oh, that's a good question. I, oh. Before you asked me, I would have said yes, but now that you're asking me and because and i'm thinking about jeff i'm like hmm, mm-hmm. maybe there's another reason why he's salty besides the fact that she got with his friend because mm-hmm. you know maybe he was the first maybe that's jeff was the I'm, first that's what i'm thinking because i'm like they're mm-hmm. so and the, the way they said it's your first and they kind of cut to her and she's like yeah and i'm like yeah girl mm-hmm. <laughs> girl was it was it your first or was it not even mm-hmm. though i mean technically none of our business whatever yeah but it was just very interesting that they brought it up because you know when they say things they come up for a reason um just like in the first timeline i didn't get to it uh i think i wrote it down here um but jeff was saying when he was talking to luke in the car sorry just get me back to the first timeline he said that he's dyslexic that's right i was surprised by that it, I know they brought it up for a reason, and that was timeline one. So now in timeline two, when they're bringing up 
Meg, it being Meg's first time, I was like, they're bringing these things up for a reason. We're going to get back to it. Mm-hmm. So pipe burst, Meg and her mom have an argument. Then they have a quick heart to heart. And then they decide that they're going to go stay by Luke and Steve's house. Steve is Luke's dad. But before this, Isabella tells them when they're trying to figure out the money, she hands them five G's and they don't want it. They tell her, no, thank you. And she said, well, this was my Christmas money. You can just have it if you want it. And they tell her, no, they should have told her. Yes. I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) I thought the same thing. (laughs) She living in your house. She got this money, but they told her no. So now the whole, all of them, the Meg, her mom, and Isabella pack up and they go over to Luke and his daddy house. And this is the weirdest thing I think that has happened in the entire show is when they all have to sit in this house and pretend like they get along yes. two seconds after a sex tape just came out. Mm-hmm. Steve, they walk into the house and Steve, the dad, is trying to get Brent, the older brother, who everyone is assuming is the recorder of the sex tape to come downstairs and say hello to them and he refuses to come downstairs and why would he come downstairs you know what I mean like why why are we all forced to sit together and have dinner it's just it was so weird Mm -hmm. and then the dad seems to be on pins and needles because some north some specific deal that he had went went south because the person saw the sex tape they were apparently at the party and the person said that his values don't align with their values so his whole business deal is up in the air and ruined because of his son's sex tape, which is so strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I'm looking at it from this view from 2023, but it's just a weird thing. Uh, then everyone's getting settled in the house and Meg finds Ilab- Isabella's bathing suit in Luke's bathroom. Mm-hmm. The plot thickens. A plot thickens. When was the last time you was here, girl, that this bathing suit is still here? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. No problem. So Meg is talking to Luke and Luke is telling her you should have took the money. And she basically, t- you don't understand because you and Isabella have never been who I am. I think in that moment she was feeling like the poor friend. You know, the friend that someone always has to pay for, the friend that someone always has to take care of. And she doesn't like that feeling. She really wants to be independent. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, Isabella and I talked about it and she was just trying to help. And now after she already found this bra, this bathing suit top, now you're talking about you was talking to Isabella about me. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's already annoyed now. Meg is on pins and needles. She's pissed. She goes to Isabella. She's talking to Isabella. And she's like, can you tell me if there's any time that it overlapped that you and I were with Luke? And Isabella was like, there's no time that overlapped. What are you talking about? It's like, if you have feelings for him, you need to tell me and I'll just deal with it. And she's like, I don't have feelings for him. And this is when it got like really crazy to me. Isabella goes, what do you need me to do? I would kill for you. Yeah, no, like nobody just says that, especially over a guy. You know what I mean? Especially just to prove yourself yeah. in this moment, you should just be having a logical conversation with her, telling her, mm-hmm. Hey, girl, uh, I know you found my bathing suit because she confronts her about it. And Isabella goes, oh, oh, thanks. I wondered where that went. And like, nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And so Meg is even more mad that it was nothing. And, and she's like, I promise you I wasn't with him, Meg, and I would kill for you. Strange. Then everybody sits down to dinner. <laughs> Here we the, go. The worst dinner of all time. And before the dinner, the kids are arguing. Brett is arguing with, with the, the trio. And the trio was telling Brett how they think he's awful. The parents come in and tell them, okay, stop, cut it out. Let's just sit down and have a nice meal. They try and have a nice meal. Meg's mom finds out for the first time that there are other tapes of other girls that Brett has recorded and hasn't told them. So without consent, recording these young ladies. And she finds out that Steve, the dad, knew. And instead of doing something about it, he covers it up. And she goes, wow, you're so worried about your family name. Look at what happens. And then Brett, being the douchebag that he is, he goes, oh, you're going to regret that, Debo, because the mom's name is Debbie. Mm-hmm. I wanted to punch him right there in his face. <laughs> Same. He's trash. I hate this man. He's the worst. Oh, I can't stand him. Um, but everyone leaves the dinner table, and apparently they no one spends the night at the house. They leave, and they go home. And then next in the timeline, you see that Steve sends somebody to fix the pipes for them. And as the pipes are being fixed, you see Meg's grade went from an A in the class to a C. Mm-hmm. And I think this is important because I think she's going to end up hacking to change her grade. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. It just keeps getting deeper and deeper in this mess. I know this timeline, like I said, very money, very money centered. Mm-hmm. And we see Isabella once again trying to prove herself and still somehow in these weird positions. So that's the second timeline. The worst dinner of ever. (laughs) (laughs) God, the worst dinner ever. Um, And then the final timeline, which is July 23rd, 2000. This is, it starts out with Meg going outside, putting bloody sheets in the garbage. Yeah, I wonder what's going on there, Meg. Isabella snoops and finds out. Um, then we're in the sheriff's we're in the sheriff's office and we find out that Meg lied about dropping Luke home. She reveals that she actually drove Luke to the cabin on the night of his death, they believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, that he, she was in the cabin, which they are now call, calling the murder site. Did you hear them say that? I do. And I remember she was cleaning the blood back in, was it episode one or two? I think it was episode one. And that's another thing that in this timeline, she lies to the lawyer about because the lawyer asked her, did you go back? Have you been to the cabin since that day? And she said, no. Mm -hmm. She said, no. She she lies about that. Mm -hmm. This is the first time. I don't know if they mentioned in in the first three episodes that we really found out that Luke ran away or he supposedly ran away because there's a letter with him explaining that he's going to spend time with family in Virginia. Was that mentioned before? Was this the first time? I believe it's the first time because there's just been no mention. If anything, the question has always been, where's Luke? Where did he go? Where were you guys last night? But nothing about a letter until now. Yeah, it's just, I didn't know that. So they they tell her that there's this letter again when she's down at the sheriff's office. They tell her that her prints are on the letter. And she goes, well, I don't know. I knew he wrote the letter. Now She's playing fast, like they said. She's playing fast and loose with the truth. Apparently she's telling them some of the truth and then when the sheriff comes up with something new then she tells the rest of the truth. Her poor lawyer. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Her poor lawyer, he's like, girl, you got to tell me these things so I know what to do, what to say. So her fingerprints are on this letter. 
she has now admitted to them that she drove Luke to the cabin. She leaves the sheriff's office. Why the sheriff comes and they have a warrant for this baby computer. Yeah, that freaked me out, honestly, when they went in for the computer. I was like, oh my gosh, what are you going to do now? Because we know she does some illegal stuff on her computer because she was selling something to someone in one of the episodes, like a maybe like a virus she made or something like that. Yeah, I remember she was meeting some shady guy in private. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. So he comes and he gets her computer. And as they're opening it, he clicks on something that says Y2K, whoever he has, you know, decoding it. And then it, it's a virus. But they don't really expound on that, on if the virus, if it's going to kill everything that's in her computer or kill everything that's in their computer too. I don't know. I just know he clicks on it and the guy goes, oh my gosh, it's a virus when the sheriff mm-hmm. is going through her computer. Talk about luck. I, I feel like that was very, very pointed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> it was almost too lucky. But uh-huh. it's fine. <laughs> and then she's on the phone with someone telling them, yeah, they took my computer. I think I did it right. I'm not sure. I'm going to say that the person that she's on the phone with, I'm going to say that that's the same guy who sent her the IM when she was with Jeff. Because mm-hmm. that instant message when she was with Jeff, it was telling her that they were going to teach her how to do some something with the computer. So I think it's the same person. So that that's one of my theories there. And then at the end of this timeline, the sheriff once again has Meg in the in the office. Uh, he. The one thing that sheriff going to do is question a teenager. Okay? He's going to have a teenager in the office every chance he gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tells her, well, his running theory is that she killed Luke because Luke found out that she was bum, 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 pregnant. I was shocked when they said that. I was like, wait, 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 shocked. what? Mm-hmm. Shook. Okay? They never said how many weeks, right? No. No. Mm-mm. He said that she killed him because he didn't want to be with her because he didn't want her baby. It seemed like nonsense, his his theory. But it's nonsense from what we know. Because he does he still does not know in this third timeline. Now it's seven months after, six months after the video came out. It's still the prevailing theory that Isabella is the one on this tape. Could be, possibly. So, because that's the theory that the town knows, you and I know that it's not, that it's Meg, Mm -hmm. the sheriff's theory makes sense to him with the limited information he has. Oh, you're a lover scorned. Um, He had sex with someone else on a tape. You come up pregnant. He really never wanted to be with you, and now you killed him. So his theory, from the little bit of information he has, it makes sense for him. For us, that makes no sense, because we have... Mm -hmm. Not all, but we have more information than he does. Uh, can I, let me ask you this. Back to Jeff really quick. I want to mm-hmm. talk about good old Jeff. Mm-hmm. I feel like the more we get of him, because in episode one, I, I didn't think much of him. But as episode two and three came out, I was like, huh. Shady. And with, yeah. And now with this recent one, I was like, okay, Jeff doesn't seem all that sweet and innocent like we thought. So Mm-mm. my question to you is this. Do you think maybe it was Jeff that killed Luke? I don't think Jeff killed Luke. Oh, okay. But I am. Remember the question of like who leaked the tape? Mm-hmm. I am starting to lean on Jeff. Jeff leaked the tape. I don't know who recorded it, but I'm starting to lean on Jeff leaked the tape. 
because now I'm thinking that Jeff was her first and that in my head she was with Jeff cheated on Jeff with Luke because she, yeah. she always loved Luke yeah I'm telling you my head is crazy <laughs> <laughs> my head is crazy cheated on Jeff with Luke and now Jeff is like okay and I think he recorded it and um I think that might have been the first time that they the video might have been the first time that her and Luke slept with each other right doesn't that make sense like oh they, yeah, the first time they were together would. and Jeff recorded them and he's pissed because this is what he, his video that he recorded and he leaked it because he's pissed at the both of them yeah and Brent being the weirdo perv that he is I'm sure he's involved straight up so I don't know I just I feel like they're gonna try and get us to like Brent later in the season and I'm just not. I'm never gonna start liking him simply because he was such a douchebag when they were at that dinner table. Oh yes, he's a trashy person. In regardless, just the way he treats Luke in, in the other episodes. So mm-hmm. I get that you're a teenager, but still, like some kids just go that extra mile just to piss you off. Mm-hmm. And Brett's one of them, honestly. Yeah, he definitely is. Mm-hmm. So I've basically changed my answer on who leaked the tape. Have you changed your answer? Because you said Meg leaked the tape. Yeah, because uh, I was really freaking out. I was like, is it Meg? Is it Isabella? I don't know. But now we're getting more info on Jeff. I think it was Jeff, honestly. Me too. Me too. I'm thinking it's Jeff. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was him before because it was too easy. Mm-hmm. But now I'm thinking it is him. At the very least, he recorded it. Now with another episode, who do you think killed Luke, though? Does your answer, like, is your answer still the same or do you want to change your answer? I still, I still think nobody specifically killed Luke. I still think Luke just happened to die as a circumstance of, mm-hmm. like, they gave him the muscle relaxers and things happened. That's where I am. Did you change your mind? Who do you think killed Luke? I, because I've been thinking, just because Isabella, I'm like, it could be her, but at the same time, this is going to sound weird. You know how sometimes movies and TV shows, when it comes to like a whodunit type of story, they really want you to focus on specific people to be like, oh, maybe this is the killer. Mm-hmm. I want to think it's Isabella, but because of my, that theory I just said about, about like, oh, this person seems really fishy. I think it might not be her. Honestly, I don't mm. think it was her. I'm 50-50 on her, honestly. Because again, sometimes when they really point the camera at someone specifically like this when it comes to Isabella, usually it means that it's not. Because sometimes they're avoiding the real killer in this case. So I'm like, okay, they're really focusing, you know, randomly on Isabella. So again, before I was like, "Mm, possibly now I'm like, "Mm, maybe not. Just because I don't know. It's just very random. Like you're saying about like, oh, I would kill for you. But then again, it's like, why are you saying that? Yeah. (laughs) Why does she say the things she says? Yeah. It's like, why do you say these things? Mm -hmm. You know who else I wouldn't put it past? I'm not saying it's him yet. The dad. I, yes. Okay, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying it's him yet, but I wouldn't put it past him because he's so worried about his family name, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Getting the sympathy that you need from someone's death, like, it would definitely make his business do good because people are going to, like, want to help you and do things for you simply because you're in a tragedy. And I oh, could yeah. see him exploiting that. I can too, and Honestly, the apple doesn't far from from like far from from the tree. You know what I mean? Because I mean, Brent. I feel like as messed up as he is, maybe he took some notes from good old dad. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. they see what we don't because they all live together. Yeah. Yep. 
So maybe he seems like some shady business deals with his dad and he just took from that. I don't know. Again, mm-hmm. sometimes you adopt certain things from your parents. So I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Then the other question that I had asked before we were saying what made these two become friends. Mm-hmm. And it does seem as if it's just a summer of Meg trying to step into herself. It's not just them bonding over. Remember you were saying maybe it was just bonding over, them bonding over having crappy parents? Yeah. I think it's them bonding over Meg having new experiences. I could see that. I totally believe it. Because that's kind of what happened in this episode when they were in the club. And she's like, oh, you're drinking like a boss. First of all, if you've never had a drink before, you have a rum and coke and a shot of tequila, you're vomiting, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Everything you've had for the last 15 hours is coming straight up. Because your mm-hmm. body does not know him. A tequila shot and rum on that tummy? Mm-mm. And then they were drinking beers. I'm a lightweight beers. and that still freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> and they were drinking beers? Oh, no, ma'am. When she was like, I don't want the night to end, it's not going to end because you're in the bathroom vomiting your entire life. Right up. This is so random, but I quickly wanted to bring this up. When the security guard was asking for like Luke's ID and right when he was about to let him pass, he was like, wait, what's your Zodiac sign? I was like, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> that was like the most random thing. But even I was like, shoot, what was it, May 28th or 23rd? What was it? I- all I know is that I was like, you're dumb. You should be like, I'm not into that shit. And, and be like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So yeah, not I'm everyone never... knows. No. Yeah, I know now we like joke about it on social media or in like group chats. I know sometimes we talk about it, but that would have been a great save. It's like, like, dude, I don't know. Like, I don't like pay attention to that stuff. I don't like listen to that weird mumbo jumbo witchcraft stuff. Like, ah, he would have said something. Yeah, he could have said something like that. He could have been smart. His... He could have. Yeah. Luke. And you know what? The boys do have a harder time with fake IDs than the girls because men have no problem letting in an underage girl, but the underage guys, they give a hard time too, you know, in the club, if you remember back in the day. So it is true, true to life that the boys would not have gotten in, but it's not true to life that he would have asked him what's his sign. Or maybe yeah. that's just that just never happened to you or me, and so we're just this is ridiculous. I wonder if the writer is like pays attention to social media now today. I wonder if that's why they put that line in. I don't know. Maybe I don't maybe. know. I don't know. But I overall this episode it's it's getting better. The show is mm-hmm. picking up speed. You know, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I have you and I have different theories than we had last week. <laughs> <laughs> we keep pointing the finger at several people it's like who are you yes who is it? i'm excited a new whodunit mm-hmm. <laughs> so um i think i think uh right now we have different answers than we had before but i'm still interested to keep going and see what's gonna happen yes and uh, funny how you just mentioned how the girls are getting closer. I'm. I wonder when we're going to see them drift apart. I can't wait. I, th- I yeah. cannot wait to see what was the thing that made you two say like we can't be friends anymore. And maybe that thing is the two of these hoes killing Luke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that's not it because it's so it's too easy. Mm-hmm. But whatever. That was our quick fast recap cruel summer season two episode four thanks for stepping into the grotto with us you know we love you guys like we always say if time was money thank you so much for spending your time here with us anything else for today rudy 
just stay tuned, you guys. Uh, we have more to show you, and then we have more to see, too, as the show goes on. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Bye. Bye.